Hello and welcome to Of Course China. I'm Ziv. And I'm Fernando. And today we are here with Lily Jiang. Fernando, you want to tell us a few words to introduce Lily? A few words, but a long history with Lily. Lily is a local person here in Dongguan, and uh, I met her when she was six years old. Um, but since then, she's done quite a few things, and this is why she's here with us. She went to the United States to do her uh, high school, uh, also university. She has also studied in Hong Kong, London, and she's worked in Shanghai. She has worked and lived in Spain, and very soon she will be going to Germany to work over there. So all in all, she's been out of China for about 11 years, traveling for work or pleasure for about um, more than 20 countries. So Lily is a very interesting person for us to talk about. So welcome to the show, Lily. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's a lot of pins on the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to talk about Did that. you take that Facebook quiz that's going no, on? No, no, no. That's like a thing for your generation. <laughs> 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 we were just for mine. I feel offended now. <laughs> you, mean, you mean Facebook quiz? Yes. Just in general? Yes. Okay, you guys don't do it? No. Oh my Everyone's God. We Instagram thought it's like now. a young thing. Right? Yeah, like, like these youngsters, but let me do it. I'm no not one's uh, on I'm Facebook anymore. I'm, I'm sorry not doing it to All right, cool. So, well, one of the things that we, we wanted to talk to you about is we bring out here a lot of foreigners uh, to talk about what is life like uh, for them here in China. Um, well, you've lived out of China for uh, a big deal of your life. So we wanted to talk to you about some of these things. So, um, Ziv, do you, do you have any questions yeah, to start right. us with? I, I like to start from the beginning, sure. usually, right? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you, you look worried about my questions. <laughs> I'm a little concerned. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Right. So we spoke a little bit before, and, and you are from Dongguan. You're I local am. here in yeah. Dongguan, right? And... Um, you said you went to high school in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and I said it's it's very unique, right? It's very different. So how does mm -hmm. a, a Chinese person um, 10, 12 years ago, right, mm -hmm. um, get to go to a high school in, in the USA? Um, first of all, it starts with my interest. And that's also why when I was at such a young age, my mom had my mom like um, got me into this whole English tutoring thing. That's how I met I lost you, Fernando, right. a long time ago. So it started off as an interest, but then soon I kind of realized in middle school in such a high-pressured environment that it really wasn't for my personality. And before that, I've also done summer camps in Australia, in the UK, and I just felt as if I fit much more into that sort of education system. Right, so 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 I'll, I'll stop you a little bit there, and as I, I go even more back, like how, how do you get to the point where you think, oh, this is not for me, this Chinese school, you know, um, it's... A, because that's yeah. what you know. Yeah. I mean, how do you get to, to think even about... There's uh, got to be something else. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what, what do you... What do you watch? Friends on TV? I, I mean, what is it? didn't even get to Friends until later. So uh. what, what, what is it that even made you think like, oh, maybe the US will be more suitable for me? Because first I liked English, but that also I didn't like math. I hated math or big physics. And, and if you're not good at math as a Chinese, you're kind you're of suck. a failure, yeah. you know, as a student. You're, you're stuck, you're in trouble. Yeah, and I, I have the same thing with my daughter. <laughs> I, I can say that, yeah. Yeah, and especially if your teacher is really strict and they kind of, they don't really, sometimes they don't really 
like maybe they're not doing it uh, intentionally, but right. it seems like they don't respect you as a student okay. if you don't like, yeah, uh, succeed in some of the subjects. And I felt as if I wasn't really respected, and people didn't think I was smart for this reason, just because I liked other uh, subjects that weren't as important right. in China. But most kids would be like, uh, "Oh shit, okay, you know." <laughs> um, but but that's what I'm doomed yeah. to, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you're like you're not accepting this. You're thinking there is something else for me. It's gotta be somewhere somewhere else. That <laughs> I can is, go. This is uh, when you are what, 14, 15? For, yeah, because I think I had the exposure before to do these summer camps and also like communicating right. with. Fernando, so you did know? start with summer camps. It so started you did with go summer camps and also my whole tutoring thing because I think having the perspective from like foreigners at the time was really like um, inspiration to me. And Fernando, I remember so clearly that he played the movie uh, The Inconvenient Truth for yeah. me. Al Gore. Yeah, yeah, Al Gore. And I had no idea so about like global warming at all at the time. Yeah. Your like summer camp? No, 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 no. Uh, this is steering this is middle school. Use. Doing class? This is when I used to go to her home and her yeah, mom would make yeah, me lunch yeah. and ah, okay. have like lessons. All right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you, you were lucky enough to, to have the the your yeah. English teacher <laughs> being yeah, more involved. Yeah, exactly. That was really such an inspiration because we didn't, we weren't taught that in school. Right. It's like, what is global warming? Like, okay. stuff are melting? Like, what is happening? <laughs> so I wanted to kind of explore my interest uh, more in those directions. And so it's a lot of things like my exposure, my interest in... English, okay. my non-existent interest in math and science. Well, not <laughs> science, but math. But um, and also, uh, a friend of mine at the time decided she was going to go study abroad in the U.S. Same and age. Same age. Okay. She was in my class, and she's also her parents knew my parents. So I didn't really think I could do it until I saw her doing all this preparation. I'm like, wait, if she can, then I can, because I also she spoke good English and I spoke good English as well, and I'm just going to go for it. So I started, of course, I first did all my homework before I saw my parents, right? <laughs> I printed out all these like schools and programs. How do you start? You go, you go online, you had a laptop, what? No, we had computer though. Okay, you had a computer at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And yeah. you were like Google yeah. or Baidu or what? Yeah, like Google Baidu. at that time, Google was, working. Google, so. Google Google was, was working. working. No, not, Google was open, not I until, I think, un they banned it when I lived. Yeah, like yeah. Until I think Google was open. Yeah, but yeah. it was not Google. Times, was times Google. where yeah. you can go <laughs> onto Google without a VPN. <laughs> it, it existed. It <laughs> existed <laughs> in China. But yeah. So you went on and you were like... Um, uh, I looked about these programs. Okay. And my mom helped me um, later on, though. But at the beginning, I found all these pro programs and stuff I had to do to get to the programs. For instance, I wouldn't have to pay if I passed these tests and if I get selected. Huh. So... Um, I talked to my parents with this whole entire like binder in my hand. And Let's I have a family meeting. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, you're actually, like 15 years old. Yeah. And yeah. you come to your parents and yeah. mom, dad, I want to talk Let, to let's you. Let's talk. Let's talk. Okay. <laughs> do you remember that moment? <laughs> I do. I was so nervous because my dad is a really serious, authoritative, like Chinese dad. Okay. You know? So I remember clearly he was sitting on like the, the window side, like I don't know what you call it, but you know, by the window um, mm -hmm. in, in our home. And my mom was sitting on the bed and then I walked in. I was like, okay, they were like, what do you want to talk about? You what know, is like this? Have like, you're probably you're too young for a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, they're like, did you want you to meet Mark? Again? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. Okay. In, I don't think <laughs> in China they even have the thought. Are you pregnant? That's no. like more in America. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. My dad would disown me right. if that were the case. <laughs> so you know that it's not that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, like before I went to the states, he wrote me a list of ten things I couldn't like like you know do. For one of them was get pregnant or like to some extent. <laughs> That's you know? a strict. Chinese dad. You yeah, said. yeah, okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It was really wide advice, though. I have wise advice. I have right. to say. Um, so you talk to them. 
I talked to them and first of all, like, no, no way in hell, you know, like you are so young and if ever you go study abroad, it would be like for your master's. You're in high school, like you have Gaokao in a year and a half. Gaokao yeah. is, Gao is, is the like uh, yeah. high school leaving examination before you went to university Chinese in China. University, it's the most yeah. stressful thing a human being could ever endure like in their entire kids life. Kids kill themselves. Like some People commit suicide every yes, year. because It's crazy, yes. It's It's a whole thing. And it's such a determining thing in your future. Right. It determines so many things about your future. But yes, continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So part of me probably also didn't want to face that pressure because... Right. Math. Math. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but anyways. Um, so first it was a completely like firm no. No way. And then I presented more facts. <laughs> For instance... Like what? How did you... For instance, you like if I, I were to take... I would take this test in Shenzhen. And when the test is coming up, like I would have to do it like in the next week, you okay. know? Uh, and then I guess the point that convinced them is if I were to get into this program, first of all, they didn't have to pay. And secondly, I would have the, <laughs> <laughs> the option to still come back to uh, high school. So you told them like, let me try one semester or something yeah, like, like that? Yeah, just, just one semester, you know, let yeah. me see how, how it's gonna yeah. be. If it and can then, work out. Yeah, exactly. And, and you had to take, you, you learned that you needed to take a test, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. And you felt confident about that? I did, I did. And the thing is, my mom has always been like pretty open-minded. So right. at first she was like, no, but then she helped me convince my dad to see. At first right. of all, like, let's see if she gets in the program, you know? Right. It doesn't hurt if right. she... Hurt, but then I did. There's a lot of math, she's <laughs> not gonna go. So so you were in like, what, ni ni uh, ninth grade when you did that? Uh, I don't know what Something grade, like, that? like, I don't know how Eight, to... Eight, nine, middle school. No, I was in high school. You were already in I high school. I was in high school. So like my freshman in high school or yeah, something like freshman. that. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, it was like the middle of the school year. Oh my God. So I had this idea in, I think, October or like Beginning November, something. I only had like a month or something. And then I was already in the States, like no more than two months. So you started the school here, the school year here yeah, in yeah, China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you had this idea. You yeah. talked to them. And then I, because you know, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, you okay. know how like uh, in the States school starts after Christmas? Yeah. So I had, Again, the, yeah. Semester. Like the second semester. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I just joined in the second semester when it started. I had maybe like tops two months from so the happened idea happened until I was very physically, quick. like my feet were on the land of cool. America. That says a lot about you. <laughs> and, and, you went, and you went to high school in Colorado. Uh, I first oh. was in Washington State. It mm -hmm. was in the public school for the program. And then... Ah, okay. And then I stayed. So I did boarding school after. So after a semester, you were like, Mom, Dad, I want to stay? They already knew. They already knew. They already knew. <laughs> and they were okay. Like, we were already applying for, like, boarding school. Like, How often did you talk to them? At the beginning, very, quite often. Because, of course, like, I, I think I got used to the uh, American life quite easily because I spoke quite good English. So right. I was able to communicate really with, like, uh, the American kids in the school. Um, but I obviously still miss my parents. Like I wasn't used to the food, and I, my host family, they were like an older couple. Yeah, um, no kids. No, their kids are like all Older, grown up, right? and it's kind of like the, I don't know how, how would you describe it? Like this typical American small town where there's like one Walmart, one post office in Washington State. Which, ci which city? Oh, oh, you wouldn't know it. Okay, <laughs> not close to Seattle. Oh no, no, no it's like a seven-hour drive. Yeah. And it's, and it's <laughs> after Christmas, it's called. I, oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming from Dongguan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get yeah, the yeah, frozen yeah. seat in the bus. No, <laughs> my mom like made sure. I. She even considered me bringing my own like blanket and like my pillows and everything because she was so like afraid of me getting too cold. But then, you know, there's like 
indoor heating in the state. So that part was okay. <laughs> how 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 uh, wide is it the phenomenon? I mean, this this Chinese kids going to high school in the U.S. How often does it happen? Did you have any other Chinese kids in that high school? No, the first that's one? the thing. It was a super small American talent. People were made on the conservative side because okay. it's so small. Yeah. Like I said, one Walmart, one post office, one middle school, one high right. school, that sort how, of thing. How would this experience of, of being in a conservative American town as a Chinese person, uh, was it... As a Chinese child. As a Chinese child yeah. also, yeah. yeah. Um, did you encounter any um, I didn't hurdles? encounter... The thing is, I became friends with some pretty... I wouldn't... I don't... I hate to use the word cool. Cool, cool. I know you're <laughs> going to say cool. I hate You know to, what to do. Yeah. All right. Um, and they, I mean, they weren't the best of friends because the high school, you know, like you ditch your like friends and yeah. then like stuff like that happened. But I had these well, friends, um, but I also made friends with the in other international students like coming from Brazil or Europe. I think it's a really common thing for European kids to do an, a semester abroad in America, but just like they wouldn't stay longer, you know. But for Chinese kids, I think it was starting it was like a trend. Mm hmm. So I rode the first, well, not the first wave, but in the earlier school. waves. In that school, you were the first uh, one. Or you were yeah, 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 I was yourself. the first one. Yeah. At that time, there were no international departments here in, in, in China. Schools didn't have international there departments. International no, schools. There was QSI. No, there were international no, schools, oh. but no international departments. Like what's now, oh, that's now. a thing now. Now, international that's departments, uh, they have kind of like a bad reputation. Because basically, the parents who don't want to send their kids abroad like they did to you, your parents uh, allowed you to go there to finish your high school, they send them to an international department because they know they're not going to do well in the Gaokao. Yeah, and they're going to study abroad in university, and Correct. now they have a place where they can send their kids. It's like an international school, but, but it's not. No, need an in, no need a passport. You don't need a foreign passport, which you didn't have. No. Yeah. Which you don't have. I don't I have. Right. Yeah. So maybe if it was now, now you were 15, 16, maybe this would not even happen. Mm. Yeah. That's something to think about, yeah, right. probably. Something they would be consider. like, why don't you just, well, I don't know though, because I think I wanted that environment, like not to fake that environment. Right. You that wanted the other kids to be foreigners. I think I kind wanted of. the education like atmosphere, you know? Right. Because and I feel like if it's a international department in the Chinese high school, it's still like, of course, it's more relaxed, but the, the the whole uh, bigger environment is still quite Chinese, so I wouldn't get the most out of it. Mm. Yeah. So and you came, so you came, and I told you before, right? So well, the first time I went to the States, yeah. I was 15. I was freshman in high school, yeah. same as you. Um, and uh, I just went for holiday, and I visited a family in New Jersey, and I said, I, I want to see what the American high school is like. You're in New Jersey, like perfect, classic American. Yeah, like suburban. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I was like, uh, my cousins or, you know, second cousins or whatever, they, uh, they, they were going to school. So I was like, I'm going to go in the morning with you, take the school bus. So we went on the school bus. Everybody were nice. They let me and my sister. I can't here. believe they just like they just got in the this school is, bus. This Can I tag along to your school? <laughs> this is 1994, 95. Okay. Okay. And uh, I went to the school bus and I went to the school. And I, what I remember is that American football field and uh, the guys yeah. with the thing. Oh, the thing. I remember because we don't have that in Israel. Yeah. And that was so cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we went into class and I sat in some classes. They let me really nice. And it was a senior class math. And I was like, that is this so is like, easy. This is like elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? So you came from high school here. Yeah. And you were a social student. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Definitely. And then you went to the US. Mm -hmm. And 
how was your grades? I mean, uh, I got really good grades. Math grade. was really easy. Like I probably could have done that level of math. Well, this was public school first. Uh, I could have probably done the level of math back in like middle school, like first year of middle school. Lost my train of thought. So you're good. Ah, so yeah, you're yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> and actually, once I had to correct the grammar, like English grammar of my teacher. For real? <laughs> yeah. I just, I didn't understand. I was like, okay, first of all, you know, like still kind of like super Chinese, like timid, like no way the teacher is wrong because you don't question the teacher in China. You never, you never mm. do. So I went home and I wrote down what she, she wrote, right? And went home, I, now I could use Google. So I Googled it, confirmed, and then I was like, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna be brave. How I'm did gonna that ask go? Her. I, I mean, she was chill. That's the thing. She was completely chill. She's like, oh yeah, sorry, I was wrong. How would you react? I was well, so nervous. I, I mean, when I first started going to schools here to teach like Chinese schools and, and I met some of the teachers and I'm like, mm, this is gonna be a challenge for this generation. Uh, but <laughs> um, I, I, just, I just feel that they haven't been exposed to English as much as, because I'm a non-native English speaker, right? right? So so are they. But they haven't been exposed as much as I have. I mean, I went to the States of when course, I was six yeah. the first time. Um, so I don't I don't judge them in that sense. But some sometimes after the years have gone by, I feel like, come on, it's time to. But she was correcting an American English teacher, right? An American teacher yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. for English grammar. <laughs> yeah. It, that's that's something that happens a lot too, and 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 I guess that it has to do with the colloquial use of English. You know what I mean? Like when people say, "Oh, um, yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, you ain't uh, the way yeah, they yeah. stuff but like that." Things yeah. like now, I also got used to that. Like maybe my grammar also sucks now mm -hmm. <laughs> because I can't like really piece it together gram grammatically. It, it, but I just it's it like becomes non-native. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me yeah. too. It's the same thing that happens to me. But okay, so you went to Washington, yeah, yeah. and uh, high school, and it, it was good right away. Sounds uh, like no. Well, I no? I got homesick like I, with ah, my okay. host family. You got homesick because the cultural differences between me and my host family. Like I said, they are quite conservative. Okay, and they're really nice people. Like they took me in, you know. Yeah. Um. They even got a puppy because they they thought I would get Is lonely. So they're For really real? really they're amazing people. <laughs> Sweet. Um. Yeah. But um. There's differences right. because they're older. Well, not just because they're come older. back home by then. <laughs> yeah, they, they would be strict, which I, you know, like it's my first time leaving my parents at this age and then my like in America, you have these parties in the woods and uh, <laughs> Secretly your dad was with them on the phone. Don't let her come back after 10. <laughs> yeah. They worship the devil over there. <laughs> so, yeah. so you had some issues with that. I, I, cause I, I, I guess I craved too much freedom, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> Yeah, you know, from like your parents. Kind of like when you like starve someone and then you yes. give them food and then they just stuff themselves. Right, them. right. <laughs> so you changed the anyway. uh, host family? Or no, what? I didn't. I stuck. So I, I thought about changing, but I didn't because like it worked out at the end. But so there were challenges. Yeah. When when you finished that that six month trial period, <laughs> uh, you moved to what? Like Colorado. Your, your own apartment. Your own. Um, I went to boarding school, so okay. I lived on campus. All right. So something and something interesting she said before, right? So you had to do that in order to, if you wanted to, go ahead and graduate from an American high yeah. school as Chinese. Yeah. You can't just do it in public school. No, you don't get okay. a degree. So then you move to a private school. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, how was the experience of a boarding school? Was oh, it, it was way harder. <laughs> way harder. <laughs> it was way harder. Um, math was harder. <laughs> like it definitely. Like Chinese like level hard. 
Um, I wouldn't say Chinese level, <laughs> but it was hard for me. So I, it's hard. It's not like, oh, this is, you know, like elementary school math. It was nothing like that. Um, but it was very nice. I actually picked schools more in the Midwest when I applied. I didn't apply to anything on the coast mm -hmm. because... What was the reason for that? <laughs> my mom. <laughs> she thinks there would be too much temptation <laughs> on the West Coast or the East Coast. Too many yeah, bad influences. Your, your mom is smart. <laughs> is Those Californian and New Yorkers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a Chinese parents thing. They all know. They all know there's temptations on the coast. So the they wild, all the send wild their kids to the middle of nowhere. Kids and those. Yeah, it's true. It's true, right. it's true yeah. though. It's, it's really I true. went straight to the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I lived in what, the East Coast. That's yeah. what everyone would do, though, yeah. you know? So, so you picked Colorado. Colorado. Because the school had a equestrian, like equestrian program, horseback riding. Okay. Um, okay. And it's something I've never done. And you wanted to try and it. And I wanted to try it. That's cool. And I, I just liked having that option. And You did it, though. I did it. I did it. Ah. I did it for all... I was there for two years. I did it for all two so years. You did equestrians for mm -hmm. two years. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And uh, I also tried play, like um, drama. Okay. And that was also really fun. So I got to do a lot of things that I wanted to do. Like mm -hmm. before I went to the States, I was like, this is the kind of, you know, experience I want to have. And I got to live that. In the That's one school. of the things that, that uh, I think uh, a lot of children in China don't get to experience. You know what I mean? Like doing other stuff, yeah. not just learn, 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 like learn. Like international school has you're, some You're, it, you're yeah. seeing it a little bit more and more. Like, for example, those kids that play Ultimate Frisbee. The kind of things that you guys do, right. the kids that are doing uh, American football, right. like what Jeremy is doing, right. like like it is changing, and and it's is very gratifying for me to see that I the know. kids are giving other things to do and other things to I think, think I about. I said it on the podcast. I see a kid, a Chinese kid, outside by himself on a skateboard. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel so good about it yeah. because yeah. they're expressing themselves. They're just doing other exactly. things that I think twenty years ago. That would not be the case. Yes. Like even 10 years ago. Yes. And ride a horse would be like, I don't know, 50 yuan for 10 but minutes. But for that, you also need to be rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, or you need to have money. It's nice to see that you can express yourself, even the you know, middle class people. Like you can do equestrian. You can, you can ride horses here now. I yeah. guess in Dongguan, right? I've never tried. It's China. a bit expensive in China. It's, it's a bit expensive. I think in yes. China, it's... In the way US, overpriced. Right, right. In the US, it will be more of a normal yeah. thing, right? <laughs> yes. Especially yes. in Colorado, there's nothing but horses. Right, right, <laughs> so right. So you liked Colorado? I liked it, but I was ready to go to the coast. So, so three, two and a half years. <laughs> like I need temptation. Yeah, I need temptation. <laughs> <laughs> in my life, surfers, yes, come my way. <laughs> two and a half. Uh, freedom and I love it. I want to go on. Yeah. But I mean, two and a half years in America in high school, two high schools, right? Mm -hmm, and it sounds mm -hmm. great because you had a couple of different experiences, yeah, right? Yeah. The first one, and you, you, you tasted from public high school, you tasted uh, a private <laughs> one, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, and did you get to travel during this time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, how, first year, no, on exchange, no. Well, okay. I went to Seattle, actually, uh -huh. with okay. all the other exchange right. kids. Okay. And um, second year, because we had spring breaks. Okay. And um, as long as, uh, like, an adult signs off, like, they send school a form, then, like, it tells you that, it tells you that there's an adult wherever you're going, you can go. So then we kind of, like, sometimes fake the forms because one of, our, one of my friends, his brother is in Boston. Like, he's an adult, you know, like, he's in college. So <laughs> we did that. <laughs> Right, right. So I got to travel a little bit. Does and your mom I have access to YouTube? Because she's going to learn a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, she's fine. She's fine knowing this now. No. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so you got you to, yeah. to travel a bit. You got to party a bit. Like high school, American high school, right? They do Partying something. was did you, okay, a bit did different. Did you ever drink school? beer over there? Yeah, that's, that, I, wanted, I was thinking about okay. this question. Beer? Yeah. 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 So you drink... Uh, 
it under happens. yeah under the age yes Fernando come on wake up of course it happens I'm so scared because he's my teacher and I'm like he's gonna tell my mom I I I I got yeah yeah come on you know yeah even though in the US it's 21 right yeah for me it's 18 what is it in Colombia that's like 12 no just I always tell people Bro, this. Is 18. Uh, yeah. Like when I was a kid, I would just go down to you know in Ocean Jungsin there's like a meijia like a yeah. convenience store. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. just go and get beer for my dad Don't when I was like what yeah. twelve, you know. Yeah. And no one would question me. My dad used to send me to buy cigarettes when I was twelve, <laughs> yeah. ten, you know, even yeah. But uh, yeah, but it, it is it is not easy, I guess. I mean, in the US to some places, I guess, to yeah. get to yeah. get drinks. Yeah, you know, it was underage. definitely hard in in the school in because. Yeah. Uh, there were students that got kicked out. Okay, you know? right. So, they, um, so, so you graduated. In school, I was very. You no graduated sure. in Colorado. Um, how was that? What, how did that feel? I mean, that that was a huge stepping stone. It's what it you wanted, and you really got it. Didn't really feel like it, <laughs> to be honest. I know it's it is huge. It is what I wanted, but I felt like at that point, I just kind of got used to it. Like, okay, now I go to college. This is a normal course of did action. Yeah. Did your parents <laughs> come? To a graduation? Yes, yes, my parents both came to my high school graduation. Was it the first time they came? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Was, yeah I'm the sure they time. felt yeah. proud. Yeah, they were happy. Yeah. Like lately. Yeah. Because America, <laughs> they, we don't do that, but um, you got the heads thing? And uh, yeah, we had a whole yeah, cap. Yeah, you had a whole thing. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, Wait, I mean, no, I, no, no, in high school I didn't. You didn't in no, no, high no, school? No, because it was a boarding school, so we didn't wear the gown. We just wore, okay. like, all girls wore right. white dresses. It was actually really pretty. Um, but my parents, yeah, were definitely yeah, very uh, happy. You went to prom? Uh, yeah. Right. Who with? Just kidding. <laughs> you might be watching. <laughs> <laughs> just friends. Just friends. <laughs> All right. So, All right, so yeah. you went off to university or college. Where Where did you go to? Yeah, what was that? I went to probably the hippiest place on <laughs> earth. Well, your mom was trying to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was your process of choosing? I had to be on the coast. It was either Okay, you wanted to go to the coast. New York, yeah. And, and you mean West Coast, East Coast, whatever? I preferred the West Coast. Okay. Yeah. So you, you looked at some universities? I applied for mainly schools in California. Okay, and then you chose? I chose UC Santa Cruz. It's a beach town. It's okay. r- like connected <laughs> to the Silicon Freedom Valley. Freedom continues. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's connected to Silicon Valley, so a lot of good Asian food, which I've been missing for the past <laughs> two and a half years of my life. You right. know, there's none of that right. in Colorado. So um, it's also like a surf town, which is something that right. I wanted also maybe and to try out. And so as well. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. So we are going yeah. to come back to chatting with Lily. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you in a bit. And uh, we are back with Lily Jiang. And now we're going to play a nice <gasps> little game we okay. call This or That. Ooh, Fernando, you want to explain a little bit? Sure. Basically, what we're going to do, Lily, is we're going to give you a couple of options, okay? okay? And you need to choose from those options and, well, give us uh, your reasoning okay. for choosing that. Ooh. So, um, you start, I start. You start. I start. Just okay. be honest, Lily. Yeah. Don't oh be scared. God. So... Having been your teacher, I would like to <laughs> oh ask God. you, UK or American English? Oh, British English for sure. Oh I wow. wish I could speak it. Surprised me. You wish you could speak it? <laughs> yeah, like the accent. It's so much nicer. <laughs> but like maybe just like London accent because I don't want to go too much north. They have a lot yeah, of accents. <laughs> they do have a lot of accents. <laughs> I get that. Uh, as, no, you yeah. go, as you go way up, you go Bristol yeah. and the what? <laughs> but you know, everyone loves the British accent. No one really loves the American accent. Yeah, you got some American accents, but yeah, British accent, there is something there. <laughs> Depends which yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Start, uh, continue with the difficult one, I guess. Uh, mm. Guys, Chinese 
or a Western or American. Wow. Oh, okay. Ooh, this is hard. <laughs> the end of it. I, from my experience, yeah, yeah I've had four uh, four boyfriends. Okay. Uh, first one's Chinese, and the other three have all been first an American, French, and German. Yeah. So that's your answer. But that's just that's just because <laughs> I've been abroad the whole the time. The geographical location. Yeah. yeah. So what? What? I mean, Chinese or Western? I mean, they're different, right? So. I don't think it matters as long as we get along. But well, you were too young when you had your your Chinese boyfriend, so it's kind of like different from now. I would yeah, say. That, that's not that's a different um, relationship. Yeah, like like you're a kid and you're infatuated. So, uh, so love is love. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Wow. All right, I go to number my number two: <clears throat> burger, hot dog, or pizza. Pizza. All the time. Uh, not okay. American pizza though. Italian Chinese pizza. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to throw dim sum in there. But, okay. Oh, true. But dim sum is not Chinese. Some. I would yeah. pick dim sum over anything. But oh, the thing okay. is, okay. So I, What's I your favorite would pizza? always pick Italian pizza, like with prosciutto and burrata. Mm -hmm. But I also really like pizza with pineapple on top. So it's like <laughs> Italians would not agree with How that. How about durian pizza? Oh my god, I saw that. It's, it's so popular. I it's so popular. The other day, the other day, someone uh, kind of friends, nice Chinese friends, when we left. They gave us a gift. Like they, they got they got a pizza for us with durian. So we took it, and after they like, garbage. But <laughs> did you try? I can't, I can't, yeah. tell you what. The worst thing is that some of my 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 students, their parents know my birthday, and sometimes <laughs> they bring durian cake. And I'm like, <laughs> just no. Like I, you so have good. to eat them. Like so okay, this is not a safe option as a gift, though. You know, like even as yeah. Chinese, like I don't no, love Chinese people like it. I, just right? go with. I don't love. I don't durian. know chocolate. Yeah, like go with a safe. So option. you like durian, but pizza? No, you don't like durian. No, okay. not durian. All right, so thin crust or huh? thick one? Oh, crust. thin crust. Thin you, crust. You're going a lot on the pizza uh, questions yeah. there. All right, I the love next pizza. One. I'm hungry. Go. The next one is a drink one, right? Beer. Wine or spirit? He was gonna say pijo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> white wine or gin and tonic? White wine or gin and tonic? Yeah. Okay. Or beer. Actually, all three. Can I just? Why do you we choose? Have beer? Yeah, we can have. I, yeah, can I actually here. go with all three? Because I feel like yeah. I don't really discriminate against any right. kind of alcohol. <laughs> just alcohol or soft drink. No alcohol. rum. No <laughs> rum. No vodka. That's it. All right. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Rum and coke. Okay. Next, next one. When it comes to boys, mm -hmm. brains or looks? Oh, uh, brains. Okay, so guys, you have a chance. It's quick, all right. <laughs> well, the smart ones. All right, uh, skiing or the beach? Oh, uh, the beach. <laughs> I tried skiing. It was horrible. So I was in Colorado, right? So of course yeah. I had to go Aspen. skiing. I had to. So we went to Breckenridge. Okay. Um, uh, and I, my first time skiing was with this guy who was from Switzerland who started skiing when he was like three years old. Right. <laughs> and then he was born with skis. And he just like went down and then I just was left there by myself. He's All like, right. it's easy. I was like, oh, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> and I was like, I was terrified. For the beach. Yeah, so I just stayed in the cabin the whole time. So yeah, definitely the beach. <laughs> All right. All right. My turn. Uh, money. Save or spend? Spend. Yeah, this generation is more about spending than the previous when one. When we I had would Rachel, say. she said uh, save. save, but she's not Chinese. Okay, so you're talking Chinese generation. So you said spend, so it's different than the parents. You mean? Yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah. What do you spend it on? Um, traveling. Traveling. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, those that's, that's 20 plus good, countries. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? that's yeah. Because I feel like I don't even know if I would, even if I start saving, if I would have enough money to ever like buy a house, you know, because that, that, that was the goal with my parents' generation. Yeah. To first, like that was the first thing you had to do as an adult, start a family and then buy a house. I don't know if I would ever <laughs> reach that point, so I'm just going to travel. Kind of like There's my, and, and the way that I see it is like, I have a house that my parents left me, so I have a house. But so I also, the other that. thing is, I don't know where I would be, so why would I even start Anchor thinking yourself, about buying yeah. a house? Because that's, yeah. Okay, so spend on travel. Cool. Yeah. Hey, that's very cool. Okay, next one is Mandarin or Cantonese? Oh, Mandarin for sure. But, but you, you speak Cantonese. I yeah. speak Cantonese, but I think Cantonese is fucked. Like your, parents, like <laughs> your parents talk to you Cantonese? <laughs> My parents, no, because they both, they're not from Dongguan, ah, they moved here after college. Okay. So we speak Mandarin at home. And then when I was a kid, because, you know, growing up in Dongguan, people can be so mean if you're not, like, locally Dongguan. Right. So if I didn't speak Dongguanese, like, this is not even Cantonese. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, it's Dongguanese. Then you're not cool, they hate you, you know. Mm -hmm. So obviously I spoke Dongguanese. So, okay, so, so, so Mandarin. Mandarin, where are your parents from? They're originally. from Hubei. Okay. Sensitive. Oh my God, Hubei. Let me sit a little bit. Hubei is fine, no problem with that. We love Hubei. And we finished this one up with something very simple. That's my last one, right? Your no. last one. Okay. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Get out of here. Woman, the Huawei. iPhone. Oh no, I'm not. You got, okay, oh, and this has okay. been, iPhone, of course, yes. China. Bye bye. He got his Android. No, no, I get it. You're I like went. my parents. <laughs> Yes. It's, it's Stop with old. the age You're references. You're in that generation. You're Stable. a boomer. All right. And the last question hey. is high heels, flats, um, sneakers. sneakers. All of them. So no, you many choose. shoes. But yeah, I, which I, one? Uh, Depends no, on the... No, I can't choose. Because when whenever I move around, uh, the things that take up the most, most space are always shoes. I can't just choose. So how many pairs <laughs> do you have? <laughs> a, lot. a lot. Like I would buy the same pair of shoes like twice if I like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense actually, you know, because they're gonna you're yeah, gonna wear yeah, them yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. All right guys, so that was this or that. All right. Okay, so let's continue talking about your studies, right? So you chose university in yeah, Santa, Santa, Cruz, Santa Cruz, right? Yeah. Um skateboarding, surfing, uh you tried them both? Oh my god. Uh I didn't I did, but it was horrible. Um so I actually had a flatmate um who is he's super good at surfing like he's he was born you know a surfer basically surfer he, dude yeah surfer dude he took yeah. me out to the beach like so oh, first of all you have to wake up so early for that yeah it's like four like four <laughs> five, like, <laughs> i was not born for this life <laughs> <laughs> and i tried it and didn't work out so yeah so no so you tried but no so no so i want to ask you this uh, by by then you are around 18, yeah, right? You're no. going to university, college, Santa Cruz, yeah. West Coast. Um, you, you've been in the US for two and a half years or more. And um, there are many Chinese people there, right? Mm. There must be, around. And there are a lot of Asian Americans. All right. The thing is, um, my, I think the first year Santa Cruz really started to take international students was the year I uh, applied. So I think my entire class had 17 international students. So in, in university, yeah. So out of the whole UC system, like it was the latest to start taking international students. So international students mean they're not Asian American; they are Asian, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you mix? Do you spend time with them? Or by then you're so like with Americans? I didn't even meet any of them, but since I started in the dorm, 
And since there weren't a lot of them around, I got close to my people in my hall, and they were all from California. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so my closest friends were all from California. Was any was there any kind of um, discrimination or or segregation Santa between Cruz. between Asian Americans and Asians? Mm. I mean, because you might look mm. the same, but oh, we're so not the same. same. Oh, we're not. So I think in Northern California, it's not really a thing because mm. everyone is so chill and liberal, you know, um, and they're all about earth and like not wearing shoes and the ocean <laughs> all that sort of stuff if anything the asians would be a problem with the asian americans yeah this asian americans why do you have this but anyway you're chinese <laughs> <laughs> but no the asian americans were all really cool and um i think since they haven't really met a lot of like Asian, like Chinese Chinese, they just assumed I was Asian American because right. I spoke pretty good English. Right. So at first I was like, oh yeah, like I feel cool because, you know, I feel like they see You can't me. tell. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like you, you can't tell. You made it. But then it got kind of annoying because even some of my really close friends like didn't realize, like they knew, but they just forgot that I was Chinese. Uh -huh. It started to be identified with just American and I didn't like that association because I still want people to see me so as your, Chinese. So your pride. No pride because I feel like it... Yeah, not every Chinese speaks bad English. You know what I can mean? You, can like, you illustrate a little bit that? Like it's, like it's you possible. Want, you didn't want to be identified as a Asian American because of... No, what, because... Why? because she's because Chinese and she speaks good English and she may seem like an Asian American, but she's Chinese. The, the, she's the, not American. The whole thing is with my personality mm -hmm. and maybe my level of English, people thought I was uh, Asian American. And I just didn't like how that's the label they put on me and like not even getting to know more about my person. Is like it because it feels like you didn't want to feel fake? Yeah, right? um, in that sense. Uh, I just I just wish maybe they wouldn't first get to know more about China as a whole. Right. In the I sense that it. there are people in China who are like me. Like she's so much like an American by that point. Look, I'm telling you, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you here because yeah. you are so different from a lot of right. the Chinese people that are here. Right. Uh, that that I felt that I felt compelled to invite you to the show. <laughs> but you know what I realized is at first I also wondered why all Asian students they kind of stay in their own groups mm -hmm. because I get it because it's comfort you know um, yeah. there's different culture and then of course it's a whole community because every school has different clubs and it's a community like even Asian Americans they stick t together it's not like from you know, what from what I see from what I understand yeah I agree with you Fernando it's very unique because. Um, that there is an issue that usually is totally to the other side. And that's a problem, right? Because Chinese people go to study in university and they just spend time with Chinese people mm -hmm. and eat noodles or whatever and talk with them and they feel comfort, I get it, right? But they don't do enough, the mixing. They don't mix with Americans and they, they don't get the full experience. And you like in the other side of the spectrum almost. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the environment because I was never really in an environment with a lot of Chinese people. So that helped, uh, maybe in my personality a little bit as well. But also, I understand how where they're coming from because I always also criticize these people. You know, like well, if you're in America, like you know, start talking to people, get out of your comfort zone. Like you should try harder. But I realize it's like um, two-sided because right. Americans also aren't really trying. Because sometimes if a Chinese student were to say something in class and if they take a little longer, then maybe there's you know they just they just think okay this kid is not very good in english so they don't really try to get to know more about this person mm -hmm. and uh from my uh masters last year in spain there were a lot of students like european students 
and in Spain, like even within Europe, like Italians were a clique, you know, right. Germans are a clique. Right. So it's a thing I see everywhere, but I think it's kind of been like, um, I don't know how to say, like really focused on Ch Asian students because everyone is going international now. Did you mm. get animosity, anything from the Chinese students? Like, look at her, she, she's hang out, she doesn't hang out with us, she hangs out with the Americans. Any bad like, vibe? Um, I had maybe two girls I knew who were Chinese in, uh, in school. They were both really chill girls. Like, of course, sometimes I, I wouldn't attend um, their, uh, you English know. English class or? <laughs> <laughs> no gatherings, but no, if I hang out with them one-on-one, -on -one, it's always fine. And also like um, students in my high school, they're all very like international people. Like they speak good English, right. they can communicate well, but they are in their own circle. But if you try to talk to them, they're not like timid or right. trying to hide anything. They still talk to you comfortably. I, I wanted to go back to something that you mentioned just um, a couple of questions ago. You say that you would hope that some of these people would know China better. Yeah. Um, what kind of things do you wish they knew better? You mean oh. the Asian Americans? Uh, oh, yeah, the people that she was encountering that, that she Americans. said she would like them to yeah, to know yeah, China better, to, okay. to, to learn I a bit more about... I think in general, like Asian Americans or like just foreigners in general, because I've been asked questions that I was just like, whoa, why would you even ask me that? They're like, oh, do you have zoos in China? Like, where, where do we put oh, oh, Asian American or... No, like Americans. Americans. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, uh, do I have camels in Israel? Yeah, I get it. Okay, all right. Yeah, but there's also... I can't think of any right now, but like really dumb questions I've been asked like over the years. And I understand it because they don't know about the culture. Um, mm. They don't understand it. So I see where they're coming from because um, it's the same the other way around as well. Like my parents or my friends here, they probably don't know what's going on in America. All they think about is like shooting, like guns, you know? They're like, oh, yeah, like everybody, have guns, everybody, everybody which is has not a gun. True, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just a stereotype. So I like trying to break these stereotypes. Uh, I've invited multiple of my friends from like Brazil, the UK, Netherlands, and Australia, like to Dongguan and stay with me and my family. Have they? Mm -hmm. Okay. And they all loved it. That's the thing. I feel like, as long as you make that connection, like you bridge these people together, they see what's really on the other person's culture, then they understand where you're coming from. Which part of Chinese culture is more interesting to them, would you say? After mm. which they which came here, you saw their experience. The good and the bad. Like, first of all, I... I'm the kind of person, I'm not the kind of person with a lot of pride. Be like, oh, there's only good things about China because that's mm. obviously not true. I yeah. also criticize, you know. So um, I think they're most, I, the first are just shocked by how nice people are mm. because I think Europeans sometimes can be a little like too forward, you know, like too harsh, uh, criticizing each other like out in the open. But in yeah. China, like everyone's so nice. And like they also only met my family. You're strong and not fat. <laughs> You so face strong. to face, people are nice. Yeah, yeah that's uh, true. I don't know about the behind that's the true. back. That's you know? true. That's <laughs> true. Um, but I think also like when I lived in Shanghai, my my flatmates and my friends were all Europeans, uh -huh. and they all loved it. So because like there's the efficiency, you know, like everything can be done by WeChat Pay. Yeah. So there's that convenience, yeah. and you can see how much the Chinese society has actually progressed. Like um, also like with um, people's minds as well. So when your fr when your friends from around the world come here to visit you and stay with you, they do they uh, does it meet their expectations? You know, like because foreigners first time coming to China, you think okay, I'm going to see people doing tai chi in the street. I'm yeah. going to see that. It's like, okay. <laughs> um, I would say the funniest thing would be 
like if I were to go to Shanghai or Beijing with them, uh, this is this happens to everyone, every foreigner in China that you get stopped to be taking a photo. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the part where they're like, wait, why do Chinese people do this? Why do they want to touch my blonde hair? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they just come to you. Right. Funniest thing, right. we're on, we're at the bun. They want to touch Ziv's like, beard. <laughs> the, 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 the guys telling you you're handsome. Yeah, yeah. Or the blonde hair. Yeah, my sister is blonde. It happened to her. Yeah, they just yeah. want to touch it. It's like it doesn't yeah. feel the same. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing <laughs> because uh, so we were on the bond. Um, it was me, another uh, girl, she's Asian Australian, and another group of like white people. So the two of us were like with them together, and then these Chinese people come came up to us and then they talked to me in Chinese and to her as well. She doesn't speak a word of Chinese. They were like, "Can you take a photo of me and?" just pointed at my friends and just like walked into the group. And of course, like I'm not shocked anymore because I see this all yeah. the time. But my friends are like, what is happening? Because <laughs> you can't really say no. And nobody asks you to take a picture of you in the US no. for being Chinese. No, 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 yeah. not yet, not yet. Um, in the Dominican Republic, it's I happened. experienced that. Okay, okay. I went there for it. This is why I think it's all connected, you know, like humanity. Like if you haven't seen something, you're obviously curious and you want to know more about it. Right. So I wouldn't, I, of course, it's rude to the person being asked, but I can also see the other person's perspective. Like, wow, this is a novelty. Yeah, like, whoa, there's a, actually a blonde person. <laughs> this so was only so on TV before. So you think being abroad, you know, having friends from around the world yeah. uh, may obviously made you more open-minded person, even though you were already, but uh, made you more open-minded person, understanding different cultures, right? Mm -hmm. So when, when do, you, do you encounter any Chinese people here saying things that are stereotypical and you have to correct them? And are you do you do you try I to do that? I find myself in these situations a lot. Sometimes I I do if I think I can hold a pretty um, intellectual conversation Argument, with them. Yeah. Like our, we can both make solid arguments, then I will continue to start. But if I feel like it doesn't matter how hard I try, they're gonna be you know the Trump supporters of China. Then I'm not gonna <laughs> waste my the energy. Trump supporters. Of that's a good one. The Trump supporters of China. Let's yeah. talk about that. <laughs> Who's that? What do What do the Trump supporters of China may say? Just give an mm. example. Uh, Are yeah. we allowed to talk about like what's been going on in Guangzhou? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think. So well, what do they say? There's people on my WeChat. Which, yeah. You know, it's the social media in China. So people I know from my school that yeah. was also the best school in all of Dongguan. So right. they are educated. Yeah, they're educated. They're my age. And they will make comments such as, yes, I am racist. These people are horrible. They're like rapists. They're like thieves. Stuff like that. And then I'm not going to argue with them online. You, you know? think these people know foreigners personally? Oh, these, this person specifically has studied abroad in the UK. Wow. Do you know so what I mean? That's, that's how what do you explain it? Well, sorry. This is what I was telling you in, in, in one of the previous videos is that a lot of these parents are, are educated, wealthy. They send their kids to very good schools. So it's, there's no excuse for what, what we are seeing. Sorry that I interrupted. It's, mm -hmm. it's just blatant. Right. It's but I mean, obviously, first of all, there are people like this all over the world, right? Uh, yeah, like we course. said, yes. that's for sure. Yeah. But I mean, there are also people like this in China, like mm -hmm, you mentioned, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. How an educated person say this kind of thing? I mean, how come? I mean, is it is it nationalistic uh, feeling? It's like it's very like I think it has a lot to do with national the nationalistic uh, yeah. sentiment. Sentiment, yeah. yeah. Because we were brought up 
thinking yeah. everything's the like everything's about China. Does nothing wrong. Right, right. And um, so even you went to study in the UK, you came back, you saw people, you had friends. Because if you study in the UK, but all your friends are from Dongguan, then it doesn't <laughs> right. make a difference. So yeah. that's the difference when you you yeah. make other because friends. Because yeah. like whenever I get into, <laughs> my parents tell me try to not to, but I get into political arguments quite often. Because you can. Because yeah. I did uh, my major was in political science and legal studies in undergrad, so I like these kind of conversations. But I find it, I don't know how to explain it, but sometimes if I were to have a conversation with someone in China about politics, and if they can't come back with a good argument, they would just say the random shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, right. it's fine, it's fine, you can say that. <laughs> you can say that, no problem. Like, oh, um, you know, it just is. And I'm That's sure, how they would and say I'm, it. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to ask you, but I'm pretty sure the answer, I'm sure you also fight the other thing. You fight in the West for someone says something stupid about China. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? But I mean, people like that anywhere in China or yeah. other places, they cannot understand that, that we will fight also the other one. It's not that... It's, it's, it's about criticizing and reflection. If yes. you don't criticize about yourself, you don't, if you don't reflect on your own actions, then you're never going to improve. And I think they're, they get stuck on the idea that everything China does or everything their government is doing is 100% correct. Right. Um, right. And uh, even people in my generation, so when I see that, it's kind of frustrating. Right. Um, so I have this conversation with my parents a lot. They're very open-minded people, so we have really nice conversations. If you're not criticizing, nice. if you're not correcting, you're, 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 you're stagnating. You're, on. you're not You're not moving forward. You're not progressing. Yeah. You're not developing or evolving. Yeah. How do you see... Okay, completely random because you talked about politics. and yeah. How do you see China in the future? What's the future for China and the world stage? Mm. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, this is hard. Um, I just read this article today um, that says... You what do you read? On where? Um, it was the... The Economist? No, not The Economist. It was the... You know how every year the, there's this one institution, I think it's something to do with press. They, they rank all the freedom... like. Uh, press freedom index of each nation right and only uh north korea and Uzbekistan, uh, Turk turkmenistan is below china and it's been like this for the past years and i think this is what concerns me the most because as long as you can receive any information from the outside world for most people in china they can't really see the other person's perspective mm -hmm. and they're only fed one sort of information and one sort of right. you know opinion and that's the thing that um, scares me the most because you know people from the UK they can hate on their government for <laughs> doing Brexit. And I like think, mm. <laughs> I mean, I think when, uh, I mean, when I was your age, <clears throat> even later, I would I would say exactly the same thing. This is a, is a problem, um, and yeah, I agree with you. But I think both sides had issues. Like, uh, and actually, is there really that much freedom of press in the US? No, if no, you no. Say Not the US. Well, yes, to some extent, I would say because the news, the media is. That would be definitely more than here. The private sectors. But the thing that frustrates me the most is that like you, you don't get any information from the outside world. That's the thing. In America, you can get this information. You have the resources and the tools. I to made a video about that because, I mean, I want to have an argument with you. The main idea is when you have so many sources of information, what you're doing is you're confusing the listener. So... Trump says this works, and then the scientist said, no, this doesn't mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. This news agency says this is what happened, and this other one said, no, mm -hmm. this is what happened. So you are basically talking to the people who are already your listeners. Th the people believe because you're talking to them according to their, their point of view. 
in China, we don't have that. We have that monolithic media kind of conversation, which, from my point of view, helps move the country along. As in, as in, is is one voice, and everybody's going in one direction, and I think that that plays a very important factor in the development that we have seen in China. Everybody's pushing in the same yeah, direction. Economically, hundred percent. Sure. I agree. But both of them are dangerous in different directions. Yeah. Sure, I I agree you with know, that, but yeah. but um, I don't know what is better. Yeah. I mean, me at the point where I, I don't know what is better when 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 so somebody tells you somebody tells you. Uh, this is what happened, basically, and somebody tells you, no, this is what happened. What's the truth? Basically, it's an utopia that we don't have. Like, imagine a dictatorship that you know 100%, more than 100%, that the leaders are good, not corrupted at all. Nobody in the leadership is corrupted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, is, that is the best situation, right? Mm -hmm. A dictatorship can move forward. Uh, yeah, clearly. That would you know? be a good option yeah, to have. But yeah. it doesn't happen because even good people go into politics, they get corrupted, you know. Yeah. So it's like there is no perfect exactly. system. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because actually I do think the political system we have right now for China is kind of, I wouldn't say the best, but it works for the Chinese it's society. It's it effective. Works. It's a new it's kind effective. of it's system effective. that kind of works. Mm -hmm. Look, in, in 40 years, life of Chinese people has changed enormously. It's and I think... I think that the way media works, people are going to say that I'm a government shill, but it's just how I feel. That that way of managing or handling information and, and, and restricting certain kind of information is helped. It has helped a little bit. Uh, it's played an important role. Like that video we watched about that guy that said why Facebook is blocked in China. Yeah. Right? Like there is reasons for that. that there that are he reasons claimed, for that. He claimed there are good reasons. But... Yeah, but let's 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 move on from that. <laughs> sure. Let's All right, guys. So we're gonna take a very short break, and we're gonna go back with Lily Zhang. Very interesting conversation, Lily. So glad that you're here. Okay, don't go anywhere. All right. So uh, and we are back with, of course, China with Lily Jiang. And now we're going to play another game oh, that is okay. called What's Up With This? What's Up With This? And well, it is my turn to handle the phone. It's usually yes. Ziv who handles the phone. So here's the thing. What we're going to do is I'm going to show you a couple of photos from your social media. Mine? <laughs> yes. Oh, what do you thought? Mine? Of course yours. Yours. <laughs> I don't know what they got. Let's see what he got. I went in, I dug deep and... <laughs> But you oh. don't, okay, is and this we, we okay, yeah. No, not necessarily. <laughs> I don't know. Just Facebook as well. All right. So so the explain. idea is I show you the picture and you give me some context, oh, no. okay? You just say what happened. <laughs> oh my God, okay. That so moment. you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Picture number one is um, this. All right, let's see, what is it? This was my college oh, graduation. That's cool, okay. So my, uh, it's really sad, well not sad, but my parents couldn't actually make it for like reasons, so they couldn't So come. this is a Santa Cruz college? It's okay, Santa Cruz, right. yeah. And uh, I spoke a little bit. And what, what, oh, How come you, you like spoke? Why? Um, um, so, so it's, we try to like promote diversity, right? So okay. like, um, like we had, it wasn't just one speaker. Her face. <laughs> it wasn't just one speaker. We had multiple speakers of different languages go up and speak some, to, to say something to uh, parents of that uh, ethnicity or, okay. mm -hmm. you know, so we had 
Spanish. We had Cantonese. I spoke Cantonese. Yeah, you spoke Cantonese. Someone else took Mandarin. You actually spoke someone else took Bastards. Mandarin. Bastards. <laughs> Cantonese, not even your language. Yeah, but someone. Yeah, so I, I couldn't take Mandarin. So 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 people give gave speeches in different languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because wow. there's parents, you know, like because it's California. There's Im parents okay. Im who immigrated, like who probably don't really understand English that well. Okay. So that's what we did, and okay. like Japanese. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, it so was a little was emotional because I didn't think I would be sad. So it's your graduation ceremony and your parents weren't there. Yeah. That's why you were a little sad. Yeah. How many people in the audience understood what you said in Cantonese? Oh, I don't know, but I think quite a few. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Uh, it just it looks very nice. And they, what's the flags there? U.S. and, and it's probably University of California. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a University. Okay. Okay. Cool. Now we go into your second picture. Actually, <laughs> uh -oh. this is. Uh oh. She's yeah. Like, tell me about this. Nothing bad. Oh, oh my God! Uh, this is like, this oh, was. Thank God. <laughs> this was um, last no year uh, when I was when I went to Peru with my friend. Um, we were in Spain for our program, cool. and we went to Peru to backpack for a few weeks. And I got this scar. What oh, happened? Wow, that's someone bit me. What? Someone. A person bit me because they were trying to rob my phone because I was having it in my hand as the Google wow. Map. So it was me and my friend Julie. So we're walking in Lima. Like Completely unrelated to the picture. What? Yeah. <laughs> this wow. is the background story. All right. Forget about the picture. <laughs> What's going on there? So it was like a like a stop, like a layover stop from like overnight buses. We just came back from the north. We we're going to go to the south. We had a layover in Peru, uh, Lima uh, from the bus. So we went out. Didn't realize it was the sketchiest area in town. Usually does what? 6 a.m. Mm. Uh, no one on the street. So... There's a bridge, right? And this is the sketchy part. And then once you cross the bridge, it's the safe part. And in the middle of the street, just like the bridge is walking, walking, walking. Julie was in front of me. I was holding my phone. Like, you know, this little Asian girl with a gigantic backpack, easy target with my glasses and my phone. <laughs> the easiest target ever. Were you like making a video? Or? No, I was using my Google map because okay. we we're going to go to Starbucks. <laughs> in Lima, Peru. <laughs> Okay. It was so early in the morning, but anyway, someone I heard a noise, and then someone just jumped on me from behind and started grabbing my phone. But um, uh, I don't know why, like, because my parents always, always taught me safety first, safety first, safety first. Just let first. it go, yeah. Yeah, but my instinct and my thought of uh, thought process was this guy was not holding a knife against me; he was just uh -huh. biting my hand, so he must not have any weapon. <laughs> He's done on his lock. So wait, so he already beat your hand. He was he was biting my hand. He, like okay. first, I was holding onto my phone, so he started biting my hand. All right. I was like not letting go. And Julie, she's being robbed and she's being held at knife point once in South Africa before, so she was terrified. So she, like, she was just stood there. You know, she froze. So I understood why she didn't come to help me. Um, so I was just kicking him the whole time, like yelling Spanish, like ayudame, ayudame, you know, hoping, like help me, hoping someone would come to my rescue. But it was so early in the morning. So you took something? It No, no, no. So I kept holding my phone for a solid, I think, at least two minutes. He's like, biting you for two minutes. Me. And then a taxi driver drove by and just jumped off with the stick in his hand and started beating the shit out of this guy. The hero. And I, I ran and my glass, it was so dramatic. My backpack fell, my glasses fell. I was like looking for these things and then putting them together and trying to run away with Julie. Did you get to talk to the taxi driver? 
No, dude, I was like running for my life. Right, I was like shaking. Let's talk more about safety after the the game. Let's sure. just finish <laughs> this. Let's Sorry, what happened? Yeah. What happened in this picture? This where is, is it? Absolutely where beautiful. is it? This yeah, it's is, beautiful. Uh, yeah, this is in Peru. Yeah, but it's where a beautiful where? place? Uh, in in the north in um. I, kn- I knew it. I don't know. It's beautiful Arequ- water. No, not Arequipa. Um, Cusco? Not Cusco. You've up been in there? The north. You've been I haven't there. been to Peru. So, uh, yeah. who took you the photo? Uh, it's on the way to Machu Picchu, maybe? No, 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 no. It's way up north. All right. Huh. This was What's Up With This? What's up with that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now let's let's continue to talk about safety. That's a good subject, you know. Like, okay, the first you of travel all, travel a lot of countries. First of all, this this happened. I want to know: Did you ever tell this to your parents? Not until they absolutely had to see it. So <laughs> when ah, I the, would the Skype scar, with my right, mom, yeah. uh, sometimes she would see it. Like, of course, there was this scar. Scabbing cool. was disgusting. And then um, she was like, "What happened with your hand?" I was like, "Oh, uh, it's, I scraped it when I was hiking." You know, so like, <laughs> I show, show me again. Now it's really like how, now how it's long, fine. How old is it? This this was from a year, more than a year and a half. It's ago. Serious scar! Wow, it, it was beat it, really it beat well, really hard. Wow. Like, like it was. Disgusting. Were you afraid of any kind of infection or virus or, um, or rape? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Rabies? I talked to all these friends whose parents are doctors mm-hmm. uh, right after, and they all told me there's virtually no chance I will get infected from like a hum- from human human saliva. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so and then I just went to the pharmacy and then. Uh, my friend's dad told me to get all these things on the phone and then antibiotics was, yeah like in a bunch of stuff and um in spanish because spa- my friend is italian and she oh, okay. spoke spanish you, she, so okay. she spoke to the Julie, pharmacist. right yeah huh? that, that friend that you had there you mean julie didn't uh no not her but like oh. i spoke to my other friend so so you were i was shaking the adrenaline so like the, the rest thing is of the like day we finally uh someone like saw us uh and then he saw the whole thing he ran to us he's like it's okay like you know i'm here to help but i was freaking fuck i'm like i'm not trusting anyone right <laughs> now right, right. you know but then he led us to the police and then like i was like okay maybe i can't trust you so funny and we were telling him we want to go to starbucks and then we showed him he's like oh like the you know with the logo <laughs> <laughs> I want to go the there. Little mermaid, yeah. <laughs> I was already crying because I'm not crying, but I was shaking so hard. And then, like, when he made that thing, I just could not stop laughing. I was yeah, like, I don't even know what's going all through. over your face. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he took us to Starbucks, and then we stayed there until the whole. To you the still whole went time. to Starbucks. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> because the, that's the only place we felt safe. We only had a few hours in Lima, all and right. then we didn't really know where else to go. All right. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so, uh, so, do you have other uh, I- safety issues? Incidents, uh, USA, other places. Safety issues. Yes. Um, I hurt myself also once in Vietnam when I was backpacking by myself. No, but I mean, like someone did something uh, or mm, like that kind no. of being mugged, being robbed, being attacked, mm, or no, how about in no, China? No. Also, no. So what do you think about the difference? You know, because some people don't realize China is so safe. It's so safe. Dude. It's so safe. It's so safe. Like, I would, you know, be in Shanghai and then walking back at like 3 a.m. by myself or yeah. ju- with, just a, with, with just a girlfriend and I would just like never feel safer. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's really It's safe. one, I mean... But yeah, in, the, in California, you feel unsafe. For me, coming from Colombia, just China is one of the safest places in the world. But I for also me. think it's because in China, at least in sit, like, well, there's a lot of cities, you know. So you just always, if you walk somewhere, it's not like it's in the middle of nowhere. So you do True. feel safe. In California, if we came back from a party um, 
and there's no cars to drive us, and we, ha- we had to walk some distance, and that's scary as fuck. So it's not super like, dark. It's yeah. more scary than in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. That's mm. interesting. Yeah. So okay, now let's go back to university. To the story, yeah, exactly. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> we we went like way off. All right, but that that thing was amazing. Okay, yeah. so university. Um, how was your experience over there, and why did you choose that particular subject matter? What did you study again in the university? Oh, I switched subject. Ah, oh, you did. At first, I wanted to do environmental science. Okay. Oh, um, because of inconvenient truth. I, I think it played a part. I yeah. actually think it played a part. But then wow. I, but then my first class of the major was earth catastrophes. <laughs> You're like, nope. <laughs> I was like, no. And it was like an eight a.m. class, so I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> so <laughs> I decided against that. I said gin and tonic the whole night. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going at eight a.m. No, at that <laughs> at that phase, I was like in my vodka phase back then. Yeah, that's why I don't drink vodka now. But um. And then, as any Asian child would do, I switched to economy, <laughs> and I I am going for business. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, my mom was so happy because right, she's but in finance. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't like it that much, so I switched to like one summer. I stayed for summer classes, and I switched to legal studies and political science. Uh, and I really liked it because I think I just like arguing with people. <laughs> All right, so political science—that is interesting. I've created yeah. a monster. <laughs> <laughs> so you you so that's how you graduated political science. Yeah yeah yeah. L- illegal you spent studies you spent four four years in college. Uh, four yeah. Four years in college. Yeah, four and a half. Uh, I, I want to ask. I want to ask for so for by that time you were like six seven years in the U.S. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like this from high school. Yes, yeah, yes. something <laughs> like that. Math, not your <laughs> strongest subject. We yeah. spoke about it, but um, so six seven years in the U.S. from. High school, first year in high school. Now you're graduating from uh, college, Santa Cruz. Your your parents. How many times did they visit you during this? My mom visited me. I think only once. Okay. And my dad maybe like two, three times. And and they they. Do you, what do you feel that during this time were they very worried about you? Like or no. it changed? Because our relationship got so much better. Better, so even though you were thousands of miles. Oh apart. yeah, I was constantly fighting with my mom. You know, a you piano were here lesson before, like, before that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I don't want to play piano today. And mom was like, "But you wanted to play when you were like five. I'm like, "But I was five. You know that sort of thing." And then like right. math, my dad is like, "Why do you suck at math? I'm so good." Like I don't know. How <laughs> Genetically, often, I just often, suck. How often do you talk to them? Like um, over these six, seven years? Um, like once a week, once a day. I would say at least. Three times a month. Three times a month. You yeah, talk sometimes to I would get too carried away and then not talk to them, and then they would be like, "Oh, you're such not a good daughter." You don't but love like, us anymore. They don't sound like an like overbearing Chinese no, parents no, or no. something. Because they, they have their own lives, you know. Right. <coughs> yeah. Sometimes they would get sad and then call me. Uh, like my dad, if he sometimes gets tipsy from a dinner, and then he would call me in the middle of the night, and like when I'm in class, and then I just have to like I know when I see. What it. do they call you? Was your nickname? And then I would know because I'm like, okay, yeah, dad is like tipsy again. Or like (laughs) mom, like misses me, you know, like because my mom is a really emotional person. How about you visiting China during these six, seven years? I think I at least went back once per year. Chinese New Year? Mm. No. No? Oh, one year I told all my professors and I took all my exams early or late. And then I went back for Chinese New Year and that made them really happy. Came to get your hongbaos. Oh, yeah, I had to. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, so so did you did you did you work 
at any of this point did you work to get some extra cash yeah, or whatever yeah. I was in the u.s what kind of jobs thing. um it was on campus job because i could only get like an on-campus job as okay. a student so i was a tour guide um so when people <laughs> come visit the campus like high school students or their parents i lead all these tours uh-huh. but i have the worst sense of direction you get so lost in an elevator no uh-huh. because like my my campus in the woods it's by the ocean, but it's also <laughs> in the woods. Like you actually go walk past forest to get to class, and th- there's a designated like route that you should take. <laughs> <laughs> so you did get some odd jobs and yeah, yeah, on yeah, campus yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to get yeah. some extra cash, yeah, yeah. right? And before before we started the podcast, I, I asked you, um, how about your peers from before? You know, mm-hmm. your Dongguan friends. Yeah, your, your Dongguan friends, your China friends, mm-hmm. your cousins. You know, mm-hmm. like. Did they ever get, do you feel they got jealous? Do you feel, you know, how do that you, you feel? you got to leave. Yeah, you got to nest. leave. You got to, now you are, a, you know, a, a world person, you know. Uh, I just think um, we have such different lives. As I mentioned before, I have two kinds of friends. Like the type who's also been abroad, like me, you know. I even sometimes meet up with them, like if they're in the States. Um, like this girl, I was, I was super close to her and then she went on exchange in Berkeley, which was super close to me. So we did trips and went to New York, like everything. It was super fun to get like a sense of home, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> as cliche as, as it is. It was really nice. But there's also the friends that like stayed the whole time. Most of them are married now. So I think perhaps maybe, maybe, I don't know because I never asked. They thought about like what would happen if they also studied abroad but i think they're happy with their lives right by they now have, yeah, they're yeah. There, they you, you're opening uh, a new rabbit hole that i want to dig in yeah it is said that chinese ladies have to marry at a certain age have you had this conversation with your parents oh, is, is there pressure I, I, don't get th- they're, oh, I just love actually i i think i'm really really lucky to have parents like this mm-hmm. because yeah like my dad you know he's serious and my mom you know but they it got like as i grew as i progressed they progressed with me so whenever i make a decision i would always discuss with them but they always at the end respect my decision i have to say that uh, you know it's not so different you know it's similar even for me you know uh parents progress with you yeah you go out to the world You know, they go to visit you, yeah. you know, they hear your stories. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They, they, they want, want open you to grow. Yeah. Yeah. They want you to yeah. grow and they grow, and they grow with yeah, you. Exactly. Yes, you know, yeah. it's interesting. But you're only 26. Wait till you're, I don't know, maybe 30 with no husband. So I talk, <laughs> so I talk Chinese to them, parents actually. So sometimes I do ask them because they don't really bring it up with me. Right. I'm like, do you like wish? I actually was just talking this with my mom in the car ride over here because like sh- I also <laughs> talked to my parents about all my close friends now like from the states or like europe so they also know them like at least by names you know and they've come to visit so i'm like yeah like i'm not like sometimes i get stressed because everyone is married but then i look at my close friends you know like none of them is remotely close (laughs) maybe 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 we can explain to some of the audience that maybe don't know exactly what we're talking about right yeah that's that's important that that that, you know in china uh, at what age only child, right? Because there is the only child generation, right? You're part of it. <laughs> and at, at what for for women? At what age the parents start to be like, hey, come on, get like married. Maybe two and give years me a out of college. Maybe right. two years out of. So the thing is, you so know, like, like in China, like <laughs> from when you were born until you enter college, you're not supposed to be in a relationship because <laughs> that affects your education. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. And yes. then the second you step out, you're like, 
Whereas my grandchild. Right. You so know? they don't expect you to. Uh, There's. They don't expect you to, to. have some time to live. It's with just like. Boom. And God forbid that you live with a boyfriend before you're married. Right. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not your parents, but yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So. Have you lived with a boyfriend? No, no, no. Okay. I haven't. No. <laughs> Really? Yeah, no, no, no. Actually, no, I haven't. <laughs> so, so I mean, again, in China, uh, let's say you're 28. Okay. You're single right now. Uh-huh. You're an only child. You're a girl. Mm-hmm. Your parents are freaking out, mm-hmm. right? And they give you a really hard time. You are in the your usual, prime, Lily. The usual, not you, but mm-hmm. the usual, right? Mm-hmm. You've yeah, seen it. for sure. Yes. You get 30, oh, my God. Right now, it's <laughs> like matchmaking. Oh right, yeah. all of that. Let me know? introduce you a nice boy. Oh yeah, that's that's a thing in China. <laughs> like it's Mulan. really sad. It's really sad. I mean, we have not changed as a nation since Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad. No, I see people. I see. I see my staff. Right, I see girls, yeah. 24, 26, 28, 29. It's really sad. You know, the parents give them so much pressure. Mm. It's it's. But I think they're just enforcing like what they know from their generation onto their kids. Because at that time, from in their lives, they're already married. Like it my must parents, be changing, though, right? Oh yeah, it is slowly. It's it's changing. Like my parents had me when they were twenty six, twenty seven, and okay. I'm twenty six. That's now. actually <laughs> no, that's actually normal. Yeah. I had my first kid yeah. twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but um, I do think they're just scared because in China you're supposed to follow certain steps. You know, yes. ever since you yeah. were born, you go to school, you go you you, and then twelve years later you go to Gaokao, the exam. And then you go to uni, and then you graduate, and then you find a job, you start a family, you have kids. That's the how your life is supposed to go. Right. And for a lot of these parents, if like there is a misstep, they probably get a little freaked out. Like, okay, what happens now? You, you know, where, and where have we failed? Always this comparison of other their 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 friends' kids. Mm-hmm. If all of their friends' kids are married, they're like, what's wrong with you? You know, how like I look at look at blah blah blah's kid. Like, how, how about she has twins. <laughs> Uh, from your observation, how about uh, Asian Americans, Chinese Americans, with this uh, kind of uh, case? Because those Asian Americans, uh, their parents were born in China. Yeah. Like uh, they're 30 now, 40 now, whatever. Their parents were born in China. Yeah. Do they get the same kind of pressure? Do you still I think see? It depends. You still see some cultural I interference. Think it, I think it really depends. I think if you're like an Asian American. Um, Either your parents, like, they raised you, they tried to raise you super Chinese, right? Mm-hmm. And then you rebel against them because you want to, like, fit into the American society. So you're compl- there's a huge gap in between you and your parent. And it's hard to kind of, you know, reconcile. Bridget, yeah. Yeah, Bridget. Um, or your parents, <laughs> as you would say, would be, like, super Americanized already. And it's easier to communicate. And I think maybe the parents who are more traditional... Like their kids will have a harder time trying to communicate. All with right, parents. I, w- I want to ask you some. Uh, we still we're talking about like relationships and stuff yeah. like yeah. that, and, and and mixed race. You know, uh, something very interesting to me. Like, I guess that if you ever, you know, you you have a foreign boyfriend and you did yeah. have a foreign boyfriend, um, your parents have no problem with that. At first, they were like, no, you know, like before I went to the states, they were like, no, like we'd rather rather you not have an uh, American boyfriend. But then, uh, whenever I had a boyfriend, I told them. Yeah. Um, and I think, like I said, they've l- progressed as well. They've learned. They've they've grown. And Have they ever met one of your boyfriends? They've met my French boy ex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but um, I mean, what I want to ask really, I mean, because you see, you see, we have many friends, yeah. right? I mean, y- your wife is Chinese. Yeah. Right. I don't know what the, her parents think, but I mean, we. I don't we know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we see this a lot here, right? I yeah. mean, the, the the foreign guy with a Chinese wife, 
usually fine with the parents you know i don't know if there was any look my first girlfriend in dongguan the moment she introduced me to her parents they told her to break up with me okay oh my god so like, there are some and i was like like as you were there so there are some no, issues. well i didn't understand but uh. but yeah probably not but there are there. many foreign guys married with chinese girls yeah. what i want to ask really not that you're in this situation but what's the deal with the other way around so so you you have girlfriends you have friends mm -hmm. Amer americans you know foreign friends mm -hmm. it, it we hardly ever see a foreign girl with a chinese guy or maybe in the west is it different when you are in american college you got some i think it's uh, what, what's it's, what's yeah. the deal there I really can't say. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I, think, I, think I don't know the from the guy's perspective. No, because I've heard cultural things. So the Chinese guy is very certain way, you know, culturally. Um, I think Asian guys in general, like if they're Asian, Asian, like not American yeah, or anything, they're yeah. very like um, macho. Like, you know, like they want and, to come and off. And a foreign like girl very, is very. Yeah, they can't like. They they're really really controlling. They don't want really the girl to have a lot of like her independence. own independence. Right. They're right. like, I can take care of you. But that's also probably like a like old way of thinking. I really can't say now. Yeah, may, may, might be yeah, changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably I, I think changing. that one of the reasons why we don't see too many foreign girls with Chinese boys here is because of the same thing about safety of travel. A lot of people think that is a lot of people think that it's not safe to travel to China. So if a girl, an American girl, tells her parents, I'm going to go to China, how are you going to go to China? So uh, there is yeah. there is a little bit of a, a limitation for the amount of girls that travel here right. by so themselves. Like more guys as foreigners. There are more yeah. guys as foreigners. Exactly. So it's that's true. why you probably see exactly. Sorry for the hard question. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's right, I want to move on that's, along, that's along your, your trips and your travel yeah, and your experience. How lady. did you end up in London? Oh, this was just like my exchange How program. Did so I did I, okay. I did an internship in Hong Kong after my exchange there. Um, so I had to do another semester. You uh, mean after college? college? No, 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 in the middle of college, was it? Okay, so I went to Hong Kong my second, my third year. And then I stayed for an extra semester, which I took off from college. Mm -hmm. And then I went back for my first, fourth year. I finished, but I needed more credits. Oh. So I just was like, I'm just going to do it in London. So <laughs> okay, so you London. went for what? For a semester? A semester, yeah. Okay, and what did you do there? Um, this is when I had switched from law to more like marketing, actually. So I've always studied law, and then I did my internship in Hong wait, Kong. Wait, you studied law? law? Yeah. Was it? Well, legal studies, not law. I was going to okay. go into law school. That was my next wait, step. Wait, it was something else. It was political science. Political science. Yeah. Right. And then. So, okay. so, <laughs> not much. So I did an internship in uh, an American law firm in Hong okay. Kong. Okay. And I just absolutely like hated it, <laughs> and I was really like the the partner really liked me. Like, um, <clears throat> was this American guy who's been in Hong Kong for years, and then like. Before I left, I went to him for a career advice. Like, basically tell me if I'm... What's my next move? Yeah, yeah. like, what should I do next? And he's like, um, you have really good person person, person skills, like mm -hmm. people skills. And since your school is also in Silicon Valley, I think, like, I think at this point, like, all lawyers hated their lives already. <laughs> like, from my law firm, you know, they didn't have a life. So... Don't follow my footsteps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically what he said. He's like, I want you to maybe work on the uh, people side of the business you would be good in business but like not as a not he's like you'd be good as a lawyer we would have you back like after you get your law school degree but I took his advice because I also think I wouldn't thrive in this like very stiff and restrictive environment mm -hmm. because once you get a law degree from a country 
you can just move anywhere. It yeah, law is one of those things that's yeah, geographical. Right. limited in that sense. So you went so to London and then... Which university did you go to? I went to LSE in London. Okay, um, the School of Economics. Yeah, and um, I took some business classes for the first time. And I have to say, I really, really liked it. <laughs> so Even though there's math. There's no, there's not a lot of math. In business? There's not no. too much It's math. like e-com, marketing. Derivatives. And <laughs> yeah, but no, it's not like math, like math. math. Yeah, it's not, not math. like math, math. Yeah. So, okay. um, so then I went back to Shanghai to work a year in marketing. Okay. And that's when I decided I wanted to do a master. So what, you went to Shanghai to do a year in marketing? Yeah. And doing for who? For what? Uh, what? For a German company, Porsche. Okay. Like the really? Car. Yeah. The car? Yeah. The oh. car. The car manufacturer. So, so, yeah. so, so we, what did you do? Like interning? Or? Um, yeah, I did like events. I was like a marketing assistant okay. for the team. So uh, my team did, um, oh God, what do you call it? Must it? be nice to no, work No, like for racing. Them. Like we did all the wow, races. Nice. Um, yeah. So you got a, it's a job, not it's an internship. A, it's, uh, right. Yeah. Wow. And then. Okay. Um, Tell me more. Uh, yeah, we just <laughs> did all the events for all the races in APAC so, region. So Shanghai. Of course, yeah. Hard to live in Shanghai, no? Hmm? I mean, you need. Shanghai is expensive and oh, but you can li you can live cheap. Right. There's a way. <laughs> well, if you're Chinese, you know how to. Yeah, I mean, uh, in yeah. there in Shanghai, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. a foreigner would be like, it's harder, I think. No, because uh, no, don't no, speak no, the language no, and everything. Because a foreigner, they get free way everything. More. Really? Oh, whenever I, because like I said, my coworkers were all Germans, and then my flatmate was this Spanish girl. Um, so whenever we go out to clubs or bars, they always get. Like I go with them because everyone gets free drinks if you're like a foreigner. In Shanghai. Really? Wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> we should move there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you did one year in Shanghai uh, marketing, and then what happened? And then I moved to Spain to Madrid to to do your masters. Masters yeah. in what? In master in management, but um, specializing in digital business. So kept studying. How come? I don't know. I, I think I like changing environments and I felt like I needed more if I were to continue more in marketing. I needed like an actual proper like environment, like uh, classes. Yeah, yeah, anyone encouraged program. you to do that? Like your parents told you keep studying or I don't um, know. They didn't care as much. <laughs> they kind of thought like if I were to do a master's, yeah, maybe I would do it. Maybe like some years later I would do it. But so master is what, one year, two years? One, it was one year. One year. It was one year, and yeah. You, you don't speak Spanish. Spanish. Sí, porque solo um, con comida. Wow, I'm better than that. <laughs> I can order everything. I can be like... Ah, you can order. La cuenta, Pizza, por, por favor. favor. Did you like... Where did you go? Where did you go in Spain? Madrid. 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 So did you, did you like it? I loved it. I loved yeah? it. Yeah. So just one year. Yeah. All right. So... Just um, finished the... Uh, <laughs> uh, in Spain, in Madrid, you finish your master's. <laughs> right, C, C, C. <laughs> you said I you tried. can order. You said you can order any food. What's oh, your, yeah. what was your favorite food in Spain? Um, tapas. Tapas, yes, but like specifically, I really liked uh, tortilla, but tortilla. the Spanish mm -hmm. uh, española. But like, it's just like with potatoes and eggs. Right. It's not the Mexican tortilla. Any Spanish food that's similar to Chinese? Paella, maybe. Uh, paella? paella, yeah. You yeah. say paella? Paella. paella. Don't say paella. That's like, I must me. be wrong. Paella. Okay, uh, yeah, fine. Which means it. for pa her in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were wrong. Well, rice. Rice with, rice with stuff. Yeah, seafood, yeah, yeah, yeah. seafood rice, basically. So you, you, uh, you just, a few months ago, right? I guess mm -hmm. you, you finished your um, uh, master's after you did a year in Shanghai before, right? Mm -hmm. And everything. So someone like you... Study high school in the U.S., um, you know, uh, did your uh, bachelor's in the U.S., 
then you went for you did study in the UK too and then you you went for master uh, you, you did Shanghai marketing for Porsche and then you went to uh, uh, Spain for Spain, for Madrid, masters yeah. <clears throat> what's your future what how do you find a job how do you look for a job yeah, what such do an you international want to? profile how do you go about job hunting so basically I selected my program in Madrid because it's a really diverse program every at first I was like oh I'm so diverse but then I entered the program and I realized everyone is so much more diverse than I am you know right. so I love being in that environment and learning from other people as well and also like all my friends from the programs they're all now like all over the world so my direction was really clear I wanted to stay in Europe for a while at least like a few years because I'm young I'm already there I can always come back to China easily at least I think so you did your US <laughs> and now you like want Europe Europe yeah okay. yeah 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 um, so yeah, I started looking for jobs in Europe and of course it's hard. Sometimes halfway through the interview process, they realize you need sponsorship, like visa sponsorship. And right. then they're like, do. sorry, yes. we don't do that. Ah, you know, some companies just, oh yeah. And especially now, um, because when I was in Madrid was when Brexit was in the process of happening. Oh, so okay. I couldn't apply to any jobs in London. That would just be like a direct no. Wait, so you could do in the EU, but not... London, like, the UK was more specific at the time because of Brexit. They didn't okay. even know what was going to happen with ah, other European so countries. So they weren't accepting people. So, mm. like, I had an interview, like, really good interview with um, uh, a company in London. but And uh, they wanted to try for my visa, but I didn't. And they couldn't. Mm. Um, so it was a lot of struggles. I started applying, I think, way more than, like, way ahead of everyone in my class, <laughs> just because, you know, for them, they can stay in EU, so it's not a problem. For me, I got a one-way ticket out. Basically. What visa are you on, like, during this time? You're a student, Oh, student though. visa. Yeah. Student yeah, yeah, visa, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So just interviewing for jobs. Mm -hmm, and just interviewing for jobs. And then um, I, uh, at the end, I found this one job in the startup in Berlin, um, that I had such a good interview with them uh, on the on, com on in the internet <laughs> on on the internet um, <laughs> on not WeChat <laughs> no not uh, it was, yeah. it was we, uh, Skype and then Skype. I mm, flew over to Berlin for like an in person interview and then everything just clicked I liked their um, corporate culture I understood everything they're doing and what they're going for and then their basically entire structure and their future and Breton love uh, value, just everything it just worked. It just clicked. So they were, they wanted to, um, so they were willing to sponsor my visa. So your next stop is, uh, Germany, it took forever. Yeah. Germany, <laughs> and you're going to start a job there. Yeah. But is it easier for someone like you to get a job in the U S I would say, so when I left the U S so back then there's this policy where you've been a student for a while, you can apply for like a one year visa to like, to stay in the yeah, country. Yeah, to stay and see if someone wants to sponsor you for a job. But I left. At the time, I was like, no, not enough. You, you're not interested right now. <laughs> no, you want to like, no, no, stay no, in no, Europe. No, no. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but I would say now it would be so much more difficult. Like, I tried just because, you know, right. I applied for a job in the US, but then I was. Do, you, do your parents shut down. wish that you would go back here? Did you come back here? Maybe, I don't know, um, get I, a good job or start a business or. I think they would be happy if I was home. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I know they will be. <laughs> um, right. But and I also know that eventually I do want to come back. Okay. Because I want to do something um, that can like basically explore my advantages of my knowledge of both the West and China, and combine it and make something out of it. Um, so I think China would be a good place for that. But as I said, like I feel like now I am young and I want to spend a few more years in Europe. What kind of um, uh, anxiety do you have about going to Germany? 
Any? Not really. No? <laughs> you say you've been to Germany many times. A few times. Whereabouts in Germany times. have you been um, to? And where will you be going to? Berlin, exactly? Yeah, I've been to um, wait, Munich. Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt, Hamburg, Berlin. Where else? All over. There must be, yeah. A <laughs> couple of Oktoberfests. <laughs> so one, just one. <laughs> so, so when you... When you look at uh, you know fifteen years old girl in China now, that maybe watching this, maybe don't find through don't the magic of VPNs. I don't know if she <laughs> wants this, but if you know if she doesn't find her place, um, wh- what would you tell her? What what would be your advice? I mean, I guess that you look back at yourself and you say, "Ah, oh, so good I did that, right?" I always have anxieties though, and whenever I switch from one phase to my my life to the uh, to the next, because I'm always the jumping. Yeah, the uncertainties would but you still stresses me it. out. Yeah, but I do think if something doesn't work out, then it's just not meant to be. I'm super zen in that way. I mean, so. how, ma- <laughs> how many how many girls, how many people in China there are that had this thought cross their mind? They didn't feel in place. They wanted to do something, but they didn't. Mm. Probably. Yeah. What would you say to somebody who's in that situation? What would you? What would be your message to uh, a fifteen-year-old Lily today? I would say if you feel like it's right and you can't find the resources and the means to do it, then just go for it because otherwise you will regret it, <laughs> or at least you would regret regret so, not trying. So let's say you do come to China. You said you wanted you want one day to come back to yeah, China, yeah. probably. So let's say you do come here, come back here five, ten years, whatever. And you do, you know, you get married, you have kids here. Uh, what kind of schooling you'll give them? Oh, I want my kids to go to Chinese school. <laughs> at least from the beginning to get all the basic knowledge right. Because I think China is so good at that. And like, I'm not, uh, yeah, at least right now, I'm not changing my mind on it because I still learn a lot from, you know, being in China's education system for a few, quite a few years. And I think they definitely would have I would think it's the best if they go through that. But of course, I also would provide them with more of a comprehensive uh, mindset. And then probably they would know a lot more languages than I do, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. All right. all right. Well, guys, that's all the time we have for today with Lily. I want to, I want to tell you um, how much it means to me that you're here. This was very, very special, and Thank I was very you. happy. Um, and I commend you for, well, having the drive to pursue your dreams. And uh, I feel very proud of having been part of those dreams. Um, I, I want to say, too, that uh, it was a very interesting conversation. And uh, I wish to see more and more people like this in, in China. You know, people that are open-minded, go out to the world. They still want to come back to China one day. You know, it's... Uh, I think there's already a lot. Like, you already see them. Yeah. There's yeah. Are, they're already happening. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's very... Uh, nice to see yeah all right well guys you know what to do if you like our channel make sure to click the subscribe button and when you do that don't forget to hit the bell button so you'll be notified whenever (laughs) there is a new video out and make sure to follow us on the social media that you see down here and well that has been of course china thank you for being here lily thank you lily bye guys Bye. bye